Aloha Avelina Mai to the Hikina Rising podcast, a podcast produced on the campus of Kamehameha Maui. Aloha mai kako, wau o ekela kaniao pio crozier, o ko ukuleana maani imakikula o Kamehameha Maui, kamalama ana ikapapahana Hawaii. I'm Ikela Kaneopio Crozier and the Learning and Designer Facilitator for um, Kamehameha. And um, I just want to say mahalo to everyone who's joining us today. And um, it's a, an exciting time for us because it's very interesting to have three alumni, Hiki Ke Olelo Hawaii. And um, because it's Mahina Olelo Hawaii, we're really um, capitalizing on this. I want to say welcome to season two of Hikina Rising podcast, a podcast to feature alumni, students, faculty, and staff at Kamehameha Schools Maui. Um, as I said, this is Mahino Olelo Hawaii, and so we've invited three of our alumni who presently teach at Kikula Kaipuni Opa'ia um, to share their mana'o and an opportunity for um, the community and ohana to hear Olelo Hawaii and um, the path that these three young, beautiful wahine have taken. Um, so let me begin by letting them introduce themselves. So share with you um, their name, probably Makolelo Hawaii. I'm not sure in Hawaiian and English, that's up to them. But you hear their name, the year they graduated from Kamehameha and um, the academy if they had one and what they're doing right now and the schools that they went to after they left Kamehameha. Um, so, okay, we'll start. Okay. Aloha mai kakou. Uh, o wau o kahaiola harders. Um, ua puka wau mai ke kula, ke ia kula nei, ke kula kie kie o Kamehameha mamaui. Uh, Makamaka iki elua kaukani e hiku. Uh, Oya kapapa elua i puka mai ke kula no laila ke no no o nei wau hea haka u... Um, Na mea u e hoomana o ai, uh, i kuukuhi aia wau ua pukawau malalo o um, ke kahui akeaka mai a ola. Um, he kumu kaiapuni wau ma paia, ma ke kula kaiapuni o maui ma paia, uh, a o wau i kapapa elua. Uh, ua hele wau i ke kula nui o Hawaii ma manoa. Uh, Wapuka wa me ka olelo Hawaii a me ka uh, hoona oau kekahi. Ah, oivole. Mahalo. Mahalo nui. So hopefully we gathered that she graduated in what year? 2007, just yesterday. And um, the academy endorsement was science and health. Yeah. Um, so. Maikai, hopefully you heard the University of Hawaii Manua, yay! And um, presently teaching second grade at Kaipunio Maui Mapaia. Okay, we can move forward. Aloha mai kākou o Kali Aloha Kaniopi o Crozier ko i noa he pūkana vau no ki a kula nei, ki kula ku o koa o Kamehameha i kumakahiki e lua kou kani umi kumakahi o komo vau i ka hālau Akiaka mai aola ke kahi uh, wapuka wau mai ke kula nui o maanoa. Uh, ke kula nui o Hawaii ma maanoa me kalai pua pelekania. Um, no ke kakau ana a me kaihaluhalu ana. Um, I ke ia wā, uh, he kumu wau, he kumu papa e kolu wau, uh, 
maki kula kaya punyo maui mapa ia a hanapu vau me kia kune o ka iola maya. Mahalo. So a little um, translation there in case you didn't get that. Kale Aloha graduated from here in 2011. Um, she also, it's interesting, I think all three were in the same academy, science and health, um, but is now presently teaching third grade at Pa'ia and graduated with her bachelor's degree in English um, with a focus on literature and composition. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. We get to talk story more about that. Okay. And finally, we have... Ala mai kako o wau o kulia kaluau. Ua puka wau mai keia kula keike nei. Maka makahiki elua kaukani umikuma kahi. O kalea loha ka uhoa papa. Ua hele kula wau ma ke kula nui o manoa. Ke kula nui hoa i ma manoa. Ua puka wau me ka... Laia o maka ola loha wai'i, laia o klamai lai pua ola loha wai'i, laia o no ka ho'ona awao inahumana. He kumu wau make kula kayapuni o maui mapa'ia, a o wau i ka papa elua me kahaiola. O iai wau makeia kula nei, aia wau makahalau a kea kamaia ola. O iai i ke lava a o he halau i ke hawai'i. Ai, ai. So mahalo kulia for um, joining us and kulia also graduated in 2011 um, and is presently teaching second grade with kahai at Pa'ia and um, your degree was in Hawaiian language mm -hmm. and your master's is in education. Yeah, okay, my kai wa mahalo nui. We'll switch over to English, so that's a chance that we're going to take. We're going to try it in English, but chances are we're going to roll back and forth, so just bear with us. Yeah, bear with us. We'll make sure that we translate as much as we can. So I just wanted to ask you, I think this is a question that most of us get posed often, those of us who are in Olelo Hawaii, we get asked, why is it important? And so um, I'll just put that out there. What do you think? Why is it important? Why would you choose to teach in Kayapuni? And you could probably, it could probably be a lot easier if you taught in English somewhere. <laughs> but the choice to teach in Olelo Hawaii um, and, and the work that it entails to be able to do this, um, why would, why? I think it has a lot to do with our na'au. For me, my na'au is in Kayapuni. And although I did graduate from Kamehameha and I really enjoyed my experience here, um, I've always been pulled back to Kayapuni. So even as I went to college, um, Olala Hawaii wasn't my first major. But eventually, you know, through scholarships, I had to volunteer at Punana Leo, and that kind of reinstilled um, in me the value of Kayapuni and how much I missed it, missed mm -hmm. that olelo. Um, once you're a part of Kayapuni, you can never leave it. It's always a part of you. So I think that's really what pulled me back is that i'ini or you know, desire to go back and give back to the program that gave so much to me. Yeah. 
I think we're asked why would we work, yeah? Why would we be kumu of a kumu kayapuni? And for me, my question is always, why wouldn't I be a kumu kayapuni? Um, there's a mentality that it might be easier in um, in English immersion school, but really. We, and I can say this for all three of us, that we were raised Kayapuni. Um, our lives weren't different outside of Kayapuni. And so when, um, when I went to school in Kayapuni, when I went to a Hawaiian immersion school and I left school, two o'clock hit, my life, it wasn't a drastic change. Nothing changed about me. My ano, my lavena didn't change. My kumu were seen as my makua, and they acted like my makua. <laughs> and I also saw my kumu at my house, you know, because <laughs> our community is only so big, right? And so you end up seeing your kumu at your hale. You end up seeing your hoa, your hoa papa, your classmates at a party. Mm -hmm. And so you end up becoming this type of ohana. And for me, why wouldn't you not want to be in that type of environment? I would want to be in that. You know, I want to be with my best friends, with a place where I know aloha resides, where I know that the foundation that I was raised with is instilled in that type of papahana, in that type of school. Um, and so I think that's why I'm a kumu kayapuni. That's why kayapuni is important, you know, because it sets this type of foundation for all these keiki to know not just about Hawaii, but who we are as kanaka. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. They summed it up. <laughs> Perfectly for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree. Everything that they've said is exactly um, how most of us feel. And I think it's all those experiences that we have that allows us to go back and really, you know, feel feel those things. You know, a lot of a lot of people don't know that how to process their feelings, and that what uh, Kalelo has said is a part of your na'au. And so. You know, some people don't know how to read those things, and we're fortunate that we all do. So we just followed our na'au, and <laughs> you know, we went ho'i to our piko, um, ho'i to our kahua. And since, you know, when you go through a education program, you have the opportunity to, um, gratefully and luckily, I was able to kind of start off the um, student teaching in Kaipuni at Pa'ia. And I was able to also do my student teaching at another school here in Maui. So I had the experience of both. Mm, so that experience also helped me, you know, s not see the difference, but see what matters more for me. And it has to do with everything. It's like the pilina and the ohana, all that feel. Like she said, like we go to school and we feel like we're at home, not lounging and relaxing, but yeah. just the having pilina. those um, those relationships. Um, where you really teach with your family, your auntie, your uncle, you know, your sister, your cousin. So that's what's nani um, about Kayapuni. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all of you started out in Kayapuni. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you came to Kamehameha when Kulia? Um, for ninth grade, yeah, for high school. Ninth grade mm -hmm. and Kahai? Same, ninth, ninth grade. And Kale actually entered in 10th. 10th grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the transition from being in Kayapuni to Kamehameha, I mean, I think there are a lot of um, families who who worry about, mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, am I going to be okay when I get to Kamehameha? Am I, you know, do I have enough to be able to stand alongside those who have been at Kamehameha? And, um, and you know, I've always said, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> if not, you have more to stand on because you know, you know, you, you know yourself. Um, but it, it's good to hear from you guys what that experience was like when you first came into the school. Um, I, I think it's not just coming to Kamehameha, it's just leaving Kayapuni and the, and the, that aloha and that ohana feeling, and you're not sure if that's going to be the same when you leave. So, I don't know, maybe we start with Kahai this time. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't when have to I go, came to just like that. <laughs> <laughs> when I came to this school, it was fairly brand new. So mm -hmm. there was only two of us, um, two grades, so nine and ten. And we're the only ones on campus. So everything that wow, you see wow. now is completely <laughs> different. So um, there weren't many of us. There weren't many of us speakers, um, oh. Kaipuni Keiki, but, you know, we, we always stuck through together. I think um, that's just how Kaipuni kind of is. I'm yeah. sorry to get emotional. It's kind of hard not to. But... Um, Kaipuni really gives you that uh, pilina that we keep talking about where these relationships last forever. And it's nice when, you know, other Kaipuni keiki come in. I'm not saying that you're going to have an easier or harder time, but when you have someone else with you, it makes it that much easier. And <laughs> <laughs> it's, as you can tell, it's, it is an emotional thing and, you know, as Kiki, we don't have those choices, but I wouldn't regret anything that my makua have done in choosing for, mm. uh, this path for me. Mm. And um, what's beautiful about it is look that look what it has done. It brought us back to this, um, to the kula where we began. And yeah. I think that's the most important thing that we continue to share with other makua who, you know, look at the avenues that are best for their help for their keiki and. How can we kakoo them in that way if they leave or if, you know? So look look at where we are now, you know? Um, Kaipuni is always a part of us, and it still is today, and if not, stronger than ever. Um, so yeah. Kalamai. I think my transition is similar. Um, but I feel like I, I kind of transitioned twice because I'm from Oahu. And so right. I had this like double transition of what it is, you know. So coming from Oahu, I attended, I graduated from Punanaleo or Koyaha'o. And sadly, we don't have that Punanaleo anymore. But all of us. Punanaleo Kawaiiha'o, we remember, so it's okay. Um, those special years. Yeah, those special moments too. But um, then I went to Kekula Kayapunio Anu Enue up until the fifth grade, and I moved here. And so I was kind of afraid. I was afraid because truly I only knew one person, and that one person is the person sitting right next to me <laughs> who's Kulia. And that's because of our ohana and our pilina. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, I only have one friend. Okay, right on. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what this is like, you know. But what I realized in my adult years and looking back at it is that that's the beauty of Kayapuni, that I didn't feel different. 
I didn't feel like I was starting mm -hmm. in a new program. I was starting all over again. Um, yeah, I needed to make new friends, but these friends are gonna be your friends for the rest of your life, you know? And then I had to transition from Kekula Kayapunyo Maui Ma Kekaulike, Kekaulike High School to Kamehameha. And in a way, I don't know, I wasn't reluctant. I wasn't um, kue to the idea of coming. I don't know, you fought me. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but then I, I also remember, I also remember that I was like, I have friends there now. Like, not just one, you know, like in fifth to sixth. I actually have friends, yeah. you know? So... Um, for me, I was excited, but at the same time, I was really nervous. That transition was very difficult, and I think we can talk about that a little bit more later. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome. We're welcome. Um, but we were, in a way, you stood out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. always stood out as that Kayapuni kid until your senior year, until you graduate. And even to this day, everyone will still remember you as, hey, you are that Hawaiian emerging kid, yeah, that came in. Whereas before I would be like, oh, how come I can't just be like everybody else? How come I can't just be like all the other students? Everyone <laughs> comes in freshman year and then everybody just like welcomes each other like that, you know, and we're all freshies. But instead, we're the, oh, you're the Hawaiian immersion kid. Okay, how, how do you say flower? How, how do you say, how do you say bye? How do you say, how do you say this? How do you say door? How do you, you know? And then I end up becoming the dictionary girl. When really, I just want friends. <laughs> it was, it was my cut uh, The transition was my cut It's just those little things, you know, that um, you wanna, you would wanna be like everyone else. But now that I look back at it, that was a blessing you know, yeah. to mm -hmm. be seen like that yeah. so that people are aware now of yep. my foundation, are mm -hmm. aware of where I come from, where we come from, you know, that we're bringing awareness to the ego of who we are as Kanaka and the type of education that we should be getting as Kanaka. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting because one of the teachers to kind of... Um, I mean, yeah, the teachers right now um, at Paia with us, she's one of our classmates at Kamehameha. And she always reminds me that she never knew about Kayapuni. Mm -hmm. That the only way she knew was because of Kulia and I, you know, mm -hmm. of me and Kulia, Kalamai, that she'll be like, yeah, my nourishing, I didn't even know what that was, mm -hmm. you know? And but I, it sparked interest but in it her. sparked that type of interest. Mm -hmm. And she went to University of um, Hilo, of Hawaii at Hilo, got her degree in Hawaiian language, and now she's at Paia with us. Mm -hmm. You know, so we bring them in. We, yeah. it's hard not to be um, so, what is that called? Enamored. Like, yeah. By Olelo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I think it's because that's the type of ihe of our kupuna that it's enticing, you yeah. know. All these people are just in awe of the type of ike that is produced from schools like Kayapuni. Yeah, I think if you're on that, if you're on that um, plane, yeah, that you 
you recognize it as something special. Mm-hmm. There, are, it's unfortunate that we do have Kanaka who don't see it that way, right. you know, mm-hmm. and and that's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kulia. Yeah. Oh, I think you know, kind of going along with what everyone was saying is that it wasn't the easiest transition from Kayapuni to Kamehameha, but it was a tr- transition that you know my parents and my kumu and everybody knew that you're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And I think in middle school that really prepared us because we had some classes all in Olala Hawaii and then some classes mm-hmm. were on the Ao'ao Pelikania. So we were kind of introduced to that way of learning all in English, writing in English and, you know, just doing everything in Olala Pelikania. So that was a good transition for me to cut like a pre-transition to Kamehameha. Um, so coming here, and learning everything in English, it was different. And you know, you always feel inadequate compared to everyone else because you're not ma to this. Um, but I think something that I found like really special coming here is my papa olelo Hawaii, my kumu olelo Hawaii, because you still have those connections outside of Kayapuni. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny how even though you leave Kayapuni, you're still always connected to it. Um, so even though, you know, because you're coming from Kayapuni, you're always chosen as the, you know, alaka'i for the oli ke, first day of orientation, kulia ho'omaka'i ke oli. I'm like, okay, I'm just learning this oli, but okay. Ho'omaka, you know. But hiki. But hiki, yeah, yeah because. that attitude of hiki. Yeah, you're always, I mean, Kayapuni, that's how it is. You know, okay, we're going to call on you, ho'omaka. You're going to start the oli, you're going to um only by yourself whenever, you know, do your mo'oku au So all of these little things really prepared me, I think, for this transition. Um, and I, I may not have saw it that way um, back then, but looking back now, um, yeah, I was prepared to do this transition. And because of my pilina with my hoa who are here that went to Kayapuni with me and my kumu olelo Hawaii, it really made this place like my new home. So it was pretty comfortable, you know, going to school here. I wonder about the academics too, you know, like, um, because I, I, you know, there's a misconception and I just kind of want to clear it up today. Um, As a parent of, you know, Kaipuni kids, um, I heard a lot from whether it was Ohana or people in the community, Oh, how are you going to do math? Or how are you going to read? Or, you know, it, and it's this misconception that if you go to Kayapuni, you don't have these skills. And so um, how did you fare academically when you got here? I mean, you know, you can start since everybody else started before. I'll be honest, I struggled. I struggled. Um I don't want to say that it's because I wasn't prepared. I think just in that moment, that mahele of myola, I just didn't care, you know, about my academics. That's truly what it was. It was that what it was? We're all trying to figure out what it was. I want to do other things other than than study. I mean, anyone that knows me at that age was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's why I chose you to go first. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? Like, I remember in high school, I was getting amazing grades at Kekolike. And then I come to Kamehameha, and the first quarter, I will never forget, the first quarter, 
I got a 2.4. And I was like, a 2.4? Like, that's basically Fs. And that's basically sis. You are about to get kicked out. And that's how I felt. You know, and it was just a reminder that's really a C average. It's okay. <laughs> In my family, no, it ain't. In my family, that's an F. That's right. But you know what? Whoever's listening to this, you got this, okay? <laughs> on top. So, um, yeah, it was a hard transition, you know, academically. Um, but that was because I wasn't focused, you know. But once I put my head down and once I, um, saw that there are people that were willing to to kokua mm. you know here there's a learning center there's people that are willing to help you you can go to the <laughs> library and at that time i don't um so- mrs hole oh my gosh she was the best you know <laughs> ask for a book she gives you a library like it's amazing <laughs> and so there were all these resources that were given you know and really there was no excuse you could do it you could do it um it was it was more of a put your head down and work try you know um and so I think like Julia said Kayapuni prepared me you know but it's my own type of my individual ano that needs to change to be makoko um yeah, I remember in English, oh, I had the hardest time. I had the hardest time remembering, memorizing vocab, understanding stuff, you know, comprehending what was going on when I was reading. But that was because I wasn't Makoko. My kino wasn't Makoko for that. You know, I remember, I remember that time, yeah. What I, what I remember, oh my gosh, I couldn't get emotional. Um, is you were you were also enthralled by language, you know, and like you had never been before, you know. Out of my three kids, right? You know, you're the one who was kind of like, oh, Sam, if I like Sam, and Sam, if I don't like Sam, you know. <laughs> but I think when <laughs> when you came here, all of a sudden, it, it's like something turned on inside of you that you knew inside about language. And all of a sudden, through English, Hawaiian was beginning to make sense. Um, and I, I think that's one of the things that I saw in you, that Mrs. Haina was giving you all these tools that you were like, wow. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. I geeked out on all of that. Yeah. You know, I loved it. If I could yeah. retake, I honestly, if I could retake her class again right now, <laughs> I would. I would be in that class because mm-hmm. these teachers... You know, they show that type of aloha that, okay, I understand. We're going to break it down, you know, and that's what she did. That's what these English teachers did, even in health, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I was, I loved language after that. I understood more, like you said, about my own olelo. Um, And it also spark this type of iini in me to holomua in college. I I was always I always wanted to be like read books and stuff, but I kind of went on the <laughs> science side. But um 
there was something that sparked my sophomore year and we can get into it later but that was a it was a little embarrassing moment that sparked it yeah oh i remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll save that joke for later yeah. i mean that truth that truth yeah it was sad I think it's really just, you know, the, I mean, it's getting ma'a to how many resources are here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at it back as a student standpoint, you're like, whoa, like this is a lot, you know. This is a lot of things that you're not necessarily used to, let alone you are, but you don't really know it. So it's just recognizing what this kula is offering you and what um, your potential can be here and like Kaleloha said you know there is there's just endless amounts of support and kako'o during school after school mm-hmm. um, I mean you have after school bus that takes your kiki down <laughs> like you know like there's really no excuse for anyone to feel lower than what they should already be feeling is mm-hmm. great about themselves because just making it here shows enough that you know no matter where you start, you can definitely grow and see where you your journey begins. And this kula really offers you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can thrive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially with all this ua and makani outside. <laughs> <laughs> Bring right, your jacket, right? Because we have no coverings over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just Bring charge. <laughs> yeah, kulia. Oh, it's so hard to go last, but. Well, yeah. Well, well, I give you all chance to be last. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just like what they're saying, um, the many resources that we have here and all the kumu really help. And Kayapuni kids are more than capable of, you know, doing that transition from Olala Hawaii to Pelekania. I mean, just like how it's difficult for students to, you know, come into a Hawaiian immersion classroom and learn that way. It's the same thing. So it's going to be a struggle at first. But, um, you know, with all the kokua, all the resources, every keiki is more than capable of, you know, holomoing here, just progressing here. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like no excuse that we have all the resources at this kula. So and that's one of the major blessings that, you know, we have being haumana or, you know, alumni of this kula is that we were blessed with these resources and if you know how to use them, you know, you can go a long way, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I was sharing with Kalelo on this morning um, that, you know, that's probably one of the biggest blessings for the three of you um, is that you started in Kayapuni where you see what they have and, and you know the value of what they have, but you also know what they lack. Mm-hmm. And then you come here and you can see what they have and you also see what they lack. Yes. And so when you go back to Kayapuni to teach, you go back with knowing the potential mm-hmm. of what could what children could have, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I think that's the blessing for the students that you have um, is that they, they get to see through you and through all that you offer them you know, and I know the three of you work really hard to share the best that you can, you know. So, yeah, I, I just think our Kayapuni here is um, it's just blessed to have the three of you, as well as the other Kumu, but that kind of foundation that you bring. I wanted to, um, you talked about resources here at school, but there's also the resources at home mm-hmm. and um, Ohana. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really important because sometimes we forget as parents or as ohana of students who come, who go to school anywhere, how important we are to, mm-hmm. to your success. And so maybe if you want to speak to that, I'm not sure where we start. <laughs> we'll just start with you again. Uh, well, I think one of the major things that prepared me to make this transition to this kula is that my makua started teaching me how to read and write in English when I was in second grade. And in Kayapuni, you're not going to be introduced to that till fifth grade because, you know, we're focusing on the language and that's really important. But I like to remind my makua now, um, who are whose children are in my papa, that, you know, it's never too early to start teaching your keiki how to do both. They're more than capable of mm-hmm. learning both. They already mm-hmm. speak English at home. Right. So why not teach them how to read and write in English? And they're going to be prepared on both sides. And I don't think that takes away from any um, side. It doesn't take away from their olalo, and it doesn't take away from, you know, learning English. Um, but that's one of the things that I really mahalo my makua for, is for, um, you know, teaching me that early on so that by the time it came to Papa Elima, fifth grade, when we were actually, um, you know, learning English, writing in English, I was, you know, better prepared for that. And then ultimately that prepared me for coming here, you know, having everything in English. Um, so, yeah, that, if that's one thing that I would say to Makua, whose children are in Kayapuni, um, you know, you can teach them those things early on. I know they're, they're just cakey and you might not think that they can retain all of these things, but... They, they can, can do both. They can retain a lot. Yeah, can. exactly. <laughs> they are capable of learning so much. So I wouldn't say that that takes away from it, but um, they can definitely learn both is what I would say. Okay. Will a colleague will last this time? No, you're right. Um, as Makua, um, never forget your value in your Kiki's education. Um, I feel that nowadays it's, even more accessible for Makua to have mm-hmm. various things that can support their keiki's learning. Mm-hmm. And like Julia said, you know, um, never um, never stop a keiki's um, desire to learn, whether it's English or Hawaiian or whatever language it is. You know, um, there's so many studies out there that show how successful bilingual or more mm-hmm. kiki really or poe are mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um i actually like to call our kiki kayapuni trilingual because they speak pidgin mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his language mm-hmm. on its own mm-hmm. they're trying to learn english you know so they're making that bridge and then they bridge hawaiian too so um this it's a lot it's a lot but um with the right support and I mean, home is everything for your kiki's uh, education. So with the right support and aloha at home, um, every kiki has that potential to be successful. And even if they don't have that at home, um, you know, there's so many po'e here and elsewhere in our community that continually provides that for our haumana. And so many um, outreach programs and, I mean, you name it, um, the world is full of it. 
right now. Well, and even now we can actually see what's happening in the classroom. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I think yeah, that's seesaw another thing. And all of this that yeah, that's we a have valuable opportunity resource. to see in a classroom where we never saw what was going on. We just had to depend on. I think that's what kind of motivates us as teachers too, is that, wow, like, you know, these parents can, you know, we just take a picture or a quick video or then the Haumana do it, you know, they transition into learning that. Mm-hmm. And like all of those things, you know, like I always say, oh, what did your Kiki tell you when they went home? Like, how was Kula? Oh, good. Then that's usually the end of the conversation, mm-hmm. you know. So now on the Kumu side, we're actually providing, you know, that insight that you say where, you know, mm-hmm. you're kind of that, that manu on the shoulder yeah. of the Kumu where you yeah. can see your Kiki's day to day. But really, they're the ones showing their makua without, you know, them mm-hmm. actually realizing that. Mm-hmm. So that is a beautiful thing, um, teaching in um the days that we do now is that yeah, yeah. the communication the and the, sh- the technology and the strength between um, parent communication because that's mm-hmm. always the, probably the biggest hurdle to to get over is you know having that pilina between the ohana and with the resources we have now it yeah it's wonderful yeah yeah especially when you're a kayapuni parent yeah who's not really mm-hmm. you kind of want to figure out how you fit into, yeah, into yeah, it. that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. I always share with Makua in the beginning of the school year um, a list of all these resources mm-hmm. that you can go mm-hmm. to. And I always share with Makua that really in this day and age, there's no excuse. Yeah. You know, if you want to know a word, before you actually had to buy the dictionary, <laughs> or hopefully you had a yeah. friend that you could call. Yeah. Right and yeah. ask what's the Hawaiian word for this, but now you can go to vehevehe.org, you can go to vehevehevikiviki, you can go to manomano.io, you can go to uluko to read books, you can um, listen to audio of our kupuna, mm-hmm. you know, of manaleo and. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget Duolingo. Oh, and Duolingo, <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Just saying. And there's all these resources. Yeah. And yeah. we're so blessed in this day and age mm-hmm. to have all of this, you know? Yeah. And so why not? Yeah. And look at Mele. Listen to Mele. Listen to Oli. Buy those CDs. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe buy those tracks, the albums <laughs> on Spotify or something, you know. But um, also read New Peppa, you know. And in my Peppa, I introduce New Peppa. I introduce Manaleo to all of them. And yeah, they can understand, you know. They can, they try to pick out all the words and what but they're... But it's good for them to hear. they need yeah. to hear that. Yeah, this olelo is not like around, like when I was mm-hmm. growing up, I mm-hmm. still heard kupuna speaking. Our putting our children will never hear that mm-hmm. kind of olelo. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're right, it's laha. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just, the, just last night we were watching on the news and there's um, this store in Kamakanali that's going to start Papa Olelo, mm, you know, okay. and I just look at all these places. I mean, you know, Starbucks, right? Yeah, Starbucks, but all that, right? I mean, I was like, it's happening. Yeah, it's, it it's happening. And this is like, you know, the prophecy of my grandmother coming true, you, you know, that one attendance. day someone's going to want to Olelo. We're on the flight on Friday going to Honolulu, <laughs> and the guy, the flight attendant, did the whole thing, Makolelo Hawaii. So, Ola Ka Olelo, mm-hmm. yeah, language mm-hmm. is living. And so, it's not just 
February being Mahina Olelo Hawaii, but I know that you would all agree that, and Clay said it this morning, every month is Olelo Hawaii month. We, we can now use it every single day. And as far as back in the day when our village was so small, it's huge now, yeah. you know, and there's so many people who can Olelo and, and, um, what I'd like to see, though, is opportunity for it to be heightened because there's only so much that we can speak at this very basic level. But at yeah. some point, we have to move our language up and get okay. more sophisticated in our sharing. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if there's anything else that you pressing that you want to share. Um, this is the moment. <laughs> I think we have a few more minutes left. I guess we can say that for anybody who's interested in learning Olelo Hawaii or in putting your keiki in Kayapuni, just, you know, not to be afraid of doing so. You know, learning something new is always going to be a challenge, but you'll see that it's the reward is so worth it. Um, not only in just in the language part, but the values that your keiki will learn in Kayapuni, the pilina that you'll make with not only the kumu and the haumana, but the ohana that put their keiki in kayapuni mm -hmm. is just, you know, so valuable. And it's something that I think every haumana kayapuni, everybody who has an experience with kayapuni can say that that's one of the major um, values of kayapuni is that pilina and just having that foundation. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mahalo about kayapuni. I think it's uh, with Kayapuni, um, it sets the foundation for all of us, um, for all of us as Kanaka. Um, it centers us, you know, to remember um, the type of education that our kupuna had and perhaps the education that our kupuna wanted their grandkids mm -hmm. to have, mm -hmm. you know. And like Kulia said, never be afraid. Don't be afraid to put your kiki in kayapuni. Don't be afraid to allow your kiki to transition to a private school, to another school, you know, because this proves it right here that we can do it. That kiki kayapuni, it can happen, mm -hmm. you know. Kayapuni sets that type of mentality in all of us, in our na'o, you know, that hiki. Yeah. And yeah. Kiki Kayapuni don't just turn out as kumu. They turn right. out into lawyers mm -hmm. and doctors. Yeah, so and I mean there's so yeah. many occupations <laughs> that Kayapuni has turned you know, has turned on turned into. So yeah, mahalo. I think just to close, you know, for all these Ohana that are listening is just really listen to your na'au and um, mm -hmm. if you don't know what that is, um, use our resources. Um, honestly, Google does some good works to finding you along your way, you know, if you don't know how to go about doing that. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, um, be open to change and um, be open to supporting your haumana, your kiki, wherever their paths may go. You know, there's, um, we've had some good lessons today that Olelo Hawaii is worth the time to learn in it, that there is no reason why a child cannot learn English alongside it. Um, we, we did the same thing with our, with Kale Aloha and her brother that we put them into English, um, into, um, 
a different kind of learning so that they could be makoko from second grade on, and it, and it works. And um, I love the mana'o of listen to your na'o, that um, we don't do enough of that. We listen to other people. We let, we let other people tell us what is best for us. But we know when we follow our na'o, we make better choices. And, um, of course, kiakua is part of that na'o. It's that spirit that guides us. So, you know, I think that for me, that's one of the blessings of working here at Kamehameha is being able to pule, being able to have kiakua in the center of everything that we do. So, um, it's my Um I just want to say mahalo to the three of you. I know that um, you have busy lives and you have children. <laughs> Kalealoha has no children, but um, President. She has 20. She has 20. Yeah, 20. Now I have about 70. Yeah, right. But you know, also, um, Clay is working on her master's, and so the, the time that's spent between all of this and trying to get it all done. You know, and, and I know that you what you do is never for yourself. And, and that's why you're here today, because you know that what's most important is for us, all of us, and that we just serve, serve the Lahui in, the, in whatever space we can, right? We may not be able to get to the Mauna, but we will do our part in where we are. And so I... I genuinely mahalo ya oko apau no ka oko hana mai kai ko oko hana nui no ke aho nui ka ka ko po i kamalii ko oko ao ana yela ko ka ho mau ana i ka loina o ka ko he mea nui you know ho mana ovo ya oko i ko oko vali ili iloa a i ke ia va nui he va hine he makua he nani no leila mahalo ya oko. Mahalo. Mahalo. Okay, well, signing off. Mahalo Nui, everybody, for listening and staying with us. Um, please know that you can contact anyone here at Kamehameha for more information. Mekia aloha. Aloha. Hikina Rising is produced by Lisa Correa. Technical producer, Koholo Ricard, Kamehameha Schools Mai. Headmaster Dr. Scott Parker, Assistant Headmaster Kelly Duclo, High School Principals J.R. Kaaba and Lance Kagasan, and Vice Principal Leo Delatorre.